0: It's almost comforting martinez is consistent as a hallmark christmas movie and plot
1: welcome to a more philly union the podcast where we swear to talk about the philly union the whole philly union and nothing but the philly union with as few digressions as possible i'm one of your hosts eric i'm c and i'm paul and welcome to another episode of a more Philly union. Um, uh, if it sounds like Paul's coming through louder and clearer, he's got a brand new mic. Yay! So, uh, <laughs> we are moving up constantly with improvements for the mm-hmm. podcast. Um, also we are currently, uh, we're recording, uh, live during the, uh, champions league match. Um, the second one between, uh, uh, Philly union and Alianza, um, I don't know if you want to talk scores yet. Um, Why don't we jump into it after we get through? the?
2: We can recap the first one and then see where we're we at. Go. This yeah.
1: Although as a time check, we're at the 70, about the 75th, 76th minute. So uh, we'll uh, maybe be more of a game recap than a live coverage, but let's see what happens. That's fine. Um. All right. Well, let's jump right into it. Um. We had uh, a game last Saturday. I don't know if you guys heard. Um. So the the union hosted Chicago,
2: um, yeah. there definitely, were twenty two people running around on the field, yes,
1: for some of the game or some of the game. There was a twenty two whole people out there. Well, if uh, you count the refs, there was a few extra. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. So it was uh... another balmy day in in
2: Philadelphia. In the in, in the you got to question the wisdom of of MLS to schedule these early season games in cold weather situations i mean it wasn't as bad as minnesota which literally they had to heat the field to keep the snow from piling up but you know it was it's and it's even colder tonight i feel bad for the people down there Mm -hmm. at the stadium tonight yeah yeah
0: yeah they said it was uh 32 real feel on the field so you could tell uh usually those guys don't bother with the extra uh layers but certainly did on Alley, saturday
2: he never puts on a on another layer
0: no <laughs> no but
1: he's the uh eager casillas of uh the yeah, Union. <laughs> yeah. allie was bundled that's
0: all i know so um
1: just at the top I, I it was you know when we um started the game up it was kind of nice to be reminded um somebody like me who has a pretty poor memory it's like oh that's right shabilka uh shabilka and hervers is on that team <laughs> it's like so it was nice to see shabilka with his freshly bleached hair. I don't know mm-hmm. how fresh it was, but it was a nice blonder uh look for him. Um, um and then also a note for uh Chicago's goalkeeper, uh it was a 19 um, year old player, uh Brady. Um so this was this his first game, I think there was a
2: I don't know if it was his first game, but Chicago just made a big splash in the offseason because they sold and uh, I'm gonna forget his name now. Um, their keeper from last year, they sold him to Chelsea for some ungodly Mm. amount of money.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Right. Okay.
2: Yeah. He was a, he was a, I don't remember if he was a US youth prospect, Um, really good goalkeeper and in in all fairness to him, really good goalkeeper. Um, I want to say it was either a six or $10 million. uh, I'm not even bothering to look it up right now, but it was a huge transfer fee for a really young goalkeeper to, to Chelsea. Nice. and um so yeah they're 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 rebuilding their keeper core
1: nice well let's jump into the game um I know the game seemed to st- start off a little um well I should say it really started off with a uh, a lot of spirit where Allie fouled like within I think 18 seconds
0: yes so yeah mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so setting the um kind of the precedent or setting the tempo so to speak for the uh the game um a but, very
0: welcome to Philly moment.
1: Yeah, welcome to Philly. But I thought the the beginning of the game, the game started off, um, you know, kind of fairly level, but uh, I think Chicago uh, definitely... Um, they wanted to muck it up a bunch? Yeah, they didn't mind if it got to be an ugly game. And I think they, um, you know, the, as I like to say, the camera was on Philly's side of the field a little bit more mm-hmm. than I like to see it. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I thought Chicago... Put on a good amount of pressure, you know. The first fifteen minutes, twenty minutes of the game. Um, oh, I can see Paul with the score update. Um
2: <laughs> we're, yeah, we're currently in the eighty-first minute, and there's a there's another goal in the Alianza game. We'll talk right. about it.
1: Wow. All right. Um, yeah, but I. I. Um, so yeah, yeah, even then-
2: before even before the, the the game, you know, the the, the foul there, um, the starting lineup surprised me. Like, I, I honestly thought that Curtin was going to be a little more uh, – like, so hold off more of his – like, we were talking about last week, and we don't have a better name for it, but the A-team for the yeah. game, just to put it away. Um, but he rolled out their top squad against yeah. Chicago.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, it turned out to be that's what he needed to do because, mm-hmm. like you were saying, Chicago was definitely not looking to let the union play the ball. They only yeah. wanted to get in, you know, get into it as often as they could. A lot of fouls in that in that game. Um surprisingly, a lot of a lot from Herpers and, and Shabilko getting into it against their old teammates.
1: Yeah. There was
0: we, we were going for Shabilko for sure. I thought that uh, Philly was. I mean, they just absolutely
1: like keeping them marked and all uh, that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and taking them down and <laughs> whatever needed to be done. Oh,
1: I guess you mean
2: it... you mean Elliot and Glass, Glassness Glessness were all over him?
1: Uh-huh. Well, there's that one good collision between uh Glesnes and, oh, so and Shabilko where he rang God. I think that was mm-hmm. in the second half and he rang his bell. And uh I mean nobody likes to see that, but especially a former, you know, no. very lovable union player. Well, I my mean,
0: head snapping back like that are yeah. never, ever yeah. good.
1: Yeah. Good. Yeah, like
2: Chrissy just said, his head really did snap back when he mm-hmm. went into glassness. And I don't think it was anything, you know, there was nothing vicious about it. It's just no. no. Jabilko didn't know Glesnes was there. He turned to follow the ball, and Glesnes was right there. He it was, ran into the big Scandinavian.
1: It was two big dudes going for the ball, you know, and uh, that's when an in in irresistible force hits an immovable object kind of thing. <laughs> um, um, yeah, uh, first, first half, too. Um, uh, plenty of shots on goal, uh, but in particular, I know Blake had a, a couple um, – a little bit of work to do in that, and um, there was that one kind of um arcing lobbing kind of across, and uh, he uh kind of bobbled it out, and uh, then they had to clear it. But I noticed like, and he was complete, it-, it looked like he has um suffered an injury a little bit. Um, and then yeah, I guess there you're was talking
2: that- about the one where he kind of threw his foot out there to try to half clear the ball, that yeah, one, yeah, yeah, minute. Yeah, that that was where he really looked like. After that, he kind of got up, and he 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 didn't look quite right after that. You're right, it yeah. Seem, I I wouldn't be surprised if that's where he hurt himself.
1: Yeah, you're right because it was seemed like it was the first one that kind of started it, and then it was um some point towards the like two thirds of the way through the first half. Yeah, it was that. It wasn't even that hard of a shot, but he dove to the, his left, and uh, you know, safely was able to you know. Deflect the ball, but you could see like he kind of was basically holding the inside of his his right thigh. Um, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, it was I was around like you said about the thirtieth minute or so. He 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 dive, dove to his left, and when mm-hmm. you could see him starting to rub his thigh, and he he, he got up. I mean, the man was going to try to make any save he could make, but it was pretty clear that he was hobbling at that point, And it yeah. wasn't long after that that they had to pull him, which was a shock and a, you know yeah a bit of a scare for for us fans.
1: Yeah, should I talk about yeah. the the uh, Do you want to talk about the Blake injury?
0: I mean, we're, you're gonna they yeah. this out right. Well,
1: I mean, so look right because then uh, Blake gets subbed out. Joe Bendit comes in, you right? Know, seasoned kind of veteran, right? Um, but yeah, Which
0: Apple TV. Well, the commentators yeah, who were who were fine, but they kind of treated it like he was completely new to the game and uh, didn't, yeah, didn't give him any credit yeah. at all. But anyway, I guess when you're comparing people to Blake. I guess it's attempting to make that uh, contrast of, oh, wow, they lost their brick wall and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so I um, there is good ish news about Blake. Um, they're calling it a grade one adductor strain, which basically means that there is no muscle tear, okay, uh, right. which is good. Um, they're saying that if all goes well, uh, they do expect him to be out for about four weeks, mm. but it's early in the season so yeah. rather have it happen now than later. Um true. And um rather have it have that than a tear cuz that's a much longer recovery time. Mm-hmm. So and um that's that's if, the story right now.
2: If they are saying it's 4 weeks that actually would go right through one of the international windows which means he's going to have that he's going to have a fewer go- games on his legs over the course of the season, because he won't be going to play for Jamaica, which is a shame for him from a professional standpoint. Like, he, I know he loves playing for his country, but at least it's that much less wear and tear on his body.
1: This Yeah. Year. Yeah. Do you think they, Jamaica would call him up if he's? Oh, absolutely. He's their starter. Wow. Wow.
0: Yeah, he is, so. Wow.
1: All right. I, I thought the, there was a lot of good passing by the Union. Uh, they kept the ball moving using the wings uh, or definitely had some chances um, uh, a couple times offside.
0: Can we, can we settle for my sake? This is completely for me. How to say that man's name, because the pronoun, the mm. commentators were saying, Oo-wah. Oh, uh, I've also heard way. It sounds like a just his name should just be in a U with an umlaut and that's it. So how do we say his name?
1: Well, let's go around the table. How do you say it?
0: I I I almost want to abstain because I have no idea. But uh, uh, I thought
1: it was ura, ura, uh,
0: uh,
1: ura. I mean,
0: uh, I always read it in my head as uray, but I know that's not right because I, I've never heard it, anybody else say that. So yeah, yeah,
2: when they first picked him up, there were a couple of. Podcasts that I listened to that tried to pronounce his name, and it seemed like each of them had slightly different pr- pronunciations. Yeah. So, you know, whenever you guys get down to one of the stadium games, and I know I'm, I think I've got the next game against Orlando at home, uh, you know, I'll we'll have to, we we'll try to get a recording of it just so we can s- confirm how he <laughs> wants it to be pronounced. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's Ura.
0: I never expected to have more problems with this name than with Arista
1: Or Shabilko, or Or Shabilko, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, four letters, and it's uh, how do you pronounce this? Well, Um, that's
0: one of my people, so I absolutely,
1: (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) All right, but yeah, I mean,
2: uh, Chicago did a good job mucking up the game. Um, You know, we got a little lucky on that offside goal with that Kamara. I I think was rightly called offside, but if you you know, it wasn't by much. Yeah. Um, you know, that guy as as, as long as he's been playing, he's always dangerous and you always got to keep an eye on him. And the fact that Imbizo didn't step with Glessness and, and, uh, Elliot almost cost us that, 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 uh, you know, that they almost took an early lead or at least a first half lead. Um, yeah, he's always dangerous, but we, you know, we got lucky, but they got the yellow cards. You know, we should probably talk about that a bit.
0: Well, really quickly, not to focus outside the union too much or add to this, but Kai Kamara, he just remarkable how consistently, as you said, Paul Dangerous, he is just um, Eric referred to him while we were watching the games, a hired gun. I mean, he just absolutely, you have to keep an eye on him always, and he just doesn't seem to lose quality. And it's kind of remarkable to me, just a little tip of the hat. there's a
2: there's a old you know a long time story about like forwards it's like you know forwards only have to be on for one minute out of the 90 minutes and they 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 can you know rule the world and that's exactly what kamara is like it does not take much at all for him to
1: impact the game and i think he's one of the oldest guys in the league that's
0: the thing season to season he doesn't seem to to fade which is interesting
1: to see but anyway no i've i've always liked kai kamara um you know it's it's kind of funny how he kind of bounces around the league you know he he finds a home for a year or two and then goes somewhere else and it's kind of um i mean i'm not sure if he would be a good fit with the union but just just the way he plays and his attitude he would be a good fit um You know, but strategically and all that, you know, that's, that's definitely yeah. up for.
0: Um, I believe you're going yeah. to about the cards. But he did get
2: a yellow card in this one. And yeah. uh, he, <laughs> I don't know exactly what he must, what he said or, or what, but um, I'm trying to remember. One descent was descent was
0: Descent, this. which I think probably encompasses worlds of
2: <laughs> possibilities. Was that, was that when Shabilko and Klesnes came together? Was that uh-huh. the- Yes. Scrum? Yep. Okay. Yep.
1: Yeah. It was kind of hard to tell what's going on because there are all these people and, you know, and, you know, Shemulka was on the ground and, you know, uh and then all of a sudden I just see like this card come out. It's like, wait for what? And uh so, yeah, Kamara got a yellow card for descent. Yeah. And then the, the, the yellow cards just kept coming. Uh, Martinez got his obligatory yellow card in the extra time <laughs> of uh, um, the first half because uh, he was he and herber's were, were squaring off with each other kind of that like, was like
2: a that was like a, a hockey fight where neither of them wanted to drop the gloves and they exactly were, you know, like they were just I mean like exactly how much head-to-head contact can you yeah. have they look like Rams butting horns but not exactly. enough to actually knock each other out
1: it's like in the parking lot like come on let's let's do it bro yeah let's do it bro like but no one's gonna throw the first one so um, yeah they both got yellow cards it's
0: it's not, it's almost comforting martinez is consistent as a hallmark christmas movie in plot um getting those uh yellow cards it's just it's it's, <laughs> it's it's a warm blanket of mls yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: um but uh yeah so let's get to the second half um you know it was kind of the game w- was going back and forth i felt like you know the union kind of was was dictating the the Um, the tempo of the game. Uh, And then stupidity strikes. And then stupidity strikes. Um, Yeah, that that bad uh, uh, tackle by Herbers. uh, He was
2: late. He was studs up. He was, I mean, like, that was one time at the Apple announcers actually got it right. That could have been a straight red just for that. I mean, Mm -hmm. it wasn't vicious because he did have a bent knee and he wasn't right through a standing leg. But yeah, they were right. That could have been a red card on its own.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was just kind of a reckless, careless tackle. Um, German against German, uh, <laughs> taking out Wagner. Um, yeah, um, so that definitely changed the uh, the flow of the game a little bit. But as I like to say, you know, one of two things happens when the team loses a play on a red card. They either start playing worse or they start playing better. Um, and and chicago went and played better they they you know at some points watching the game it's kind of like oh that's right they're they're supposed to be down a man and um they were when you pack 10 guys in behind the ball the way
2: they did, yeah and credits to them for doing it it's hard to score
1: yeah i i thought they really did a good job of keeping the union from getting that extra man momentum going at all yeah um there was a I mean, lot of talk
0: online about um, the Union not necessarily doing well when a team goes down a man. It's not something I can say that I have necessarily clocked. I don't know how you two feel. Um, this is just broadly speaking, not not particularly about this game, but um, it could have just been... Yeah, just something to say. Um, in the order union to put definitely,
2: on you know, their games, their game plan, and pardon me if I get slightly technical, but they they are about a transition play. So they want to hit, they want to have the ball, they want the other team to be pushing the ball up the field turn it over Mm -hmm. at some point around the mid circle and then spring a fast Mm -hmm. Mm counter-attack. So when Mm -hmm. teams are down a man, they are not playing to score goals. Most of the time they're, they're, they're comfortable sitting back in their own end. So even if the union get a turnover, they can't spring a quick counter-attack into open space because there Mm -hmm. is no open space. I I agree.
1: There's a psychology that comes with playing, you know, on the side that's up a man, right? You have this confidence now like, Hey, we're up a man we're going to be able to score. And I'm not saying the union did this, but one of the kind of thoughts that starts creeping in your mind is, Hey, now we got time. We can pass the ball around until we can get that opening and get that goal. But as Paul said, the union play a quick transition thing, and that doesn't work like slowing the game down to kind of keep circling to find that opening. I mean, good soccer players can always, you know, transition from one style to the next, but Mm -hmm. when you're kind of training as a, um, you know, you have a team strategy of this quick turnaround and like the quick counterattack. when you're up a man, it's it maybe it's not the most effective, you know? Well, what's
2: it, that saying? Don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Yeah, that exactly. Was what we saw a lot of the union the union yeah. did it in the first game against Columbus, but they were able to score. They tried to do it against Miami, but they couldn't make that pretty pass yeah. and rather than just take the shot from 18, 20 yards out, they kept trying to thread it through a defender or one one too many touches. Yeah. Um, and, and and we saw that a lot in the second half of, of the Chicago game, at least until Torres came on. Yes, exactly. Um, was Torres subbed in? I don't, I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to remember if he started the game or not.
1: Um, so in the 61st minute, um, that's when the union subbed out both Floch and Aura, uh, to practice your your German pronunciations, That's, those are two names to good to have: Flock and Aura. Um, and then McLean came in for Flock, and Torres came in for for Aura. Um, took
2: out a couple of Germans and put in some others. Yeah, we're all actually not Germans, but
0: no.
1: But Torres, just like the last time he said, that, I mean, immediately, like he he creates these plays like in literally in seconds. <laughs> he's out in the field. So he's already like charging them with the ball. If he uh, doesn't
2: win the El Seno sub of the year award, I'd be surprised. That's a that's an award that the MLS Extra Time Podcast likes to hand out ever since El Seno just demonstrated how dangerous yeah. quality subs can be for the, you know, as he yeah. did for the union when he, what was that, that one game where he single-handedly beat Red Bull, scored like two or three goals in the second half as a sub. Yeah. Just yeah. Torres, like you said, he just kind of fires everybody up. Mm -hmm. Now, I would say that there's still some there's uh, like Gazdog is still trying to figure out how to play with Torres on the field. Um, Yeah, Doya is still trying to play like they're still adapting to what he can do, Mm -hmm. where the overlap runs have to be and where the where the midfield or the center players need to move to make most space for Torres. But he's always fun to get on the ball.
0: I had a thought about um Torres and and um I was just curious what you guys if you thought there was anything to this that um besides the fact that he's obviously extremely skilled I don't want to take anything away from that do you think there's any advantage to his size I mean no disrespect at all when I say this but he is he is a, a gentleman of smaller stature mm. compared to what I think of as the average whatever that is soccer mm-hmm. player um who tends to be somewhere roughly five ten to six foot maybe that's my be six foot might be in pushing it um you know with outliers on either side but um I just wonder if he if there's sort of a psychological overlook uh there that people maybe the little dis- man effect maybe I mean I, I hate to say that like just if people if the other players maybe overlook him, Literally or figuratively, uh, again, not, not well, in no it way am I making me think, a cut here.
2: It makes me think of that first time he came on the field for the union in the crew game. Mm-hmm. His first touch, he takes into what had to be a six foot six defender, and he just beat him. I mean, his mm-hmm. shields the ball so well. And like you said, like, I mean, it's, despite the fact that he gave up like almost a foot on the guy, it didn't stop him from taking him on. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think uh, the smaller stature players like Messi and and others, um, sure. you know, they really they they have to be able to play with the ball. They have to be able to control it even against those bigger players. I think you're right.
1: And I think too, soccer is one of those sports where, um, I mean, of course, depending on the position, right? Defend defenders tend to be bigger. Goalkeepers, you know, tall, long arms, you know, stuff like that. So there are some physical attributes that serve better in certain roles but you know it's almost as you get in that saddle of the midfield um you know depending on uh, even if you're attacking midfield you know this the the stature of the player doesn't i don't say it doesn't matter as much but like you know there's the shorter players like like, of a better like a i don't know they they're they you know they can turn faster they can you know move faster you know and so in some respect the 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 height doesn't matter in some some respects mm-hmm. um right i mean paul you mentioned you know messy right i mean he's not the tallest guy but
2: mm-hmm. he actually is, he has medical reasons for why he is the size he is he's That's got yeah. he has yeah. a medical issue yeah when he was young um, but I also would point out that, you know, Torres, his first real good ch- chance on goal was a header it was a crossway <laughs> <into the laughs> Yeah, right. And it was a header yeah, that he fair. Yeah. Up between two defenders yeah. and he steered it towards net. He ended up being about, a you know, a yard outside of the net. But mm-hmm. his first opportunity was with his head. Yeah. Um, but, you know i was just grateful to see somebody shooting you know chicago you know the union forwards were doing a great job running at the at the at the chicago defenders and the defenders were falling back and there was space there um and for the first 30 minutes or so that torres was on the field it looked like they kept looking for passes looking for passes and finally um i don't remember exactly if it was like the 80th minute or something like that torres finally took a shot from outside the goal and it was like great let's uh you know let's get that through and then you know the 90th minute comes up and Torres yep. takes another shot from outside He yep. gets a, a fortunate misplay by Brady and yeah. the place erupts I, that I, was awesome
1: and I think too Chicago you know made the mistake like the Defenders were um well I mean understandably they're playing down a man so they don't want to commit to a, to uh trying to get the ball off of a, a union player but they gave them that room they didn't come right out and try to get the ball off him. So you can always see like with every step Torres is thinking like, wait, are you going to come for the ball or do I? And I need to pass or, Oh no, I have an extra step. Okay. I'm gonna take the extra step. Oh, you're going to get the ball. Oh no, you're not. Okay. I'm gonna take another step. And he just kind of like with every step, he found himself getting closer and closer to the midfield. He's like, all right, I'm going to take the shot. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I mean, it took that. It was a good shot. It it did bounce uh, off the ground, which is a harder one to try to save. Uh, So I don't want to, you know, you know, Brady did, did what he could, but that was, you know, those low traveling bouncing shots are often more difficult to, uh, to stop. So. Yeah. But, yeah. And then the union just had to see out the
2: rest of, of, of stoppage yeah. time, you know? Yeah. Uh, but there was still a little bit of excitement left in stoppage time. You know, the, the union or upper goal, uh, you know, the Chicago's trying to suddenly realize they need to throw things forward. People start getting, you know, banging bodies. I think Camaro does something stupid. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Did you guys see that? I mean, did you watch the replay?
1: Yeah. It, that, did, it was when he knocked mm-hmm. down Carranza. It was, they kind of went for the ball and, and, and Kranza. I, I think it, it was, I don't know if he got hit in the head or near that, but it was a hard one. And immediately you saw Kamar kind of go over to Carranza on the ground. Like, Hey, Hey, are you okay? I'm sorry. And then, you know, it, the, you know, the team started grouping a little bit and, you know, getting a little hot under the collar um,
0: it seems like it was much clearer on the field. I don't think the commentators ever even really got the full story. Yeah. Um, but Bendik was out of the box, yeah. Bendick right came away, out Benfic right away. Hit. So something clearly happened that I couldn't catch, um, and doesn't seem like others could either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do have that.
1: It looked like a hard hit, and I just from Kamar's body language, I think he realized that was a hard hit. Um, you know, now he may have a different opinion about when I should have gotten a card, but right um yeah and actually after he was sent off or while he was walking off the field uh you could start hearing the the crowd chanting uh using the seven nation army and they're <laughs> barring it from when uh, we played uh columbus True. they started chanting go go uh go back to chicago right <laughs> so i think we're gonna getting a, a lot of mileage out of that one you
2: just so uh, long as we can find a three-syllable word for the uh for the opponent yeah but yeah hey a win is a win um yep. You know, Chicago did what they could to make it ugly, but once again the union can street fight or they can play soccer. And this time <laughs> they had to do a bit of both.
0: Ten yellow cards in the game.
1: Yeah.
2: Ten. Nineteen fouls for the union and ten fouls for the uh Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Two and, red cards.
1: And one of the things I noticed too about this game, um, I mean, we're only what three um uh, three mm-hmm. league MLS. games in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the, this is the first time. Uh, at least MLS games that uh the union had the majority possession Yes. um again, well, it helps
2: being a man up for for 40 minutes
1: absolutely but I think that that actually dovetails what you were saying Paul about how you know you're playing a quick transition game right it's you're you know by default or when you play that style the other team's gonna probably have more control over the ball but when you get it you do something really quick with it um right. but um yeah, yeah shots on goal four to one. Uh, uh, now
2: the, now that looks like they're trying to ride the uh, the little bit of momentum that you had at, at the end of the Chicago game into the Alianza game and and we've uh, delayed long enough and this is a final it's four to nothing the union the union won man. nice you know another fortunate red card not, not fortunate but a, a red card in the first half puts Alianza away and down a player and the union take a a, a, a lead in stoppage time the first half. Which is going to force Alianza to have to play more open in the second. And the Union just, I guess, punished them. I wish I could have watched it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it's just kind of funny because we're sitting here going like, or at least I'm going on about like, well, you know, when you play that transition style and you're up a man, you know, you're not going to really necessarily start, you know, <laughs> racking up the goals because, you know, you're going to be playing that like confidence. Like, we'll find a way in, just give it time. And then they smash go.
0: Cut to the game, currently
1: special yeah, it's for nothing. Okay, let me get a slice of this uh <laughs> this humble pie from the Philadelphia well, Union. Well, to be fair, there's a difference when you're playing a man up and it's
2: tied versus a man up and you've got to lead, so the other team has to come has true. to come out and beat 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 you. That right? is true. At that point Alianza had to score a goal. If they had scored and it was one one, they would have advanced because of the uh, the away goals.
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point.
2: And sometimes when you're far forward, you know, when you're when you're trying your hardest to swing at somebody, that's when you're most vulnerable. And yeah, I mean, the union got um a corner goal, a corner kick goal. Damien Lowe scored the first one at the end of the first half. Gazda got a penalty kick on a handball in the box. And then Perea got two. I would love to see those goals. Wow.
1: And those when they run of play, right?
2: Yeah. Coin, well, these is as far as it's described in the in the feed.
1: Okay. So with this win, then, the Union, um, right, we're in the round of 16. So now this gets us into the quarterfinals, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then the Union will face off against the winner from the um, uh, the Atlas Olympia um, game, uh, which is going to be played. Actually, it should be starting now-ish. Um, I don't know if we're going to be able to watch it, depending on where <laughs> it's being broadcast. Um, Looks
2: like the notes that say that it was four four to one. Olympia beat Atlas in the first round. Okay, um, you know I, I don't know either of those teams to know which one I'd rather see in the next round.
1: So what do we got? I think Olympia. Olympia is uh, from Honduras. If I made that yeah. note, yeah. And then Atlas is uh, from Mexico. Yeah, I don't know which one I'd, I'd rather no, face. I
0: don't have the intel
2: on that. Well, we'll have to keep an eye on things, and and I, I didn't even know when that round of eight games will help will happen. Hopefully, Blake will be back by then.
1: Hopefully, yeah. When I looked on the uh, uh, Concacaf's huh. um, website, they didn't have the dates listed yet for the quarterfinal matches. So um, hopefully, okay. once all the round of sixteen are done playing, they'll they'll have those those dates soon.
2: So, other than Blake's injury, then you know. Um, Notes from this week. I, I really don't have anything about stuff that's come out. Um, you know, I know we have some other stuff that that we can talk about here, whether it's apple TV or or,
1: or you know Ted lasso. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, before we move away from the game, I yes. had a question, and Paul, I don't know if you did that. did you catch who the Sons of Ben's player the game was? I did Oh, who was it? Uh, Taurus oh, Taurus. okay. Mm-hmm. I, I thought yeah. so.
2: Oh, Taurus speaking of the bang Sons bang, of Ben.
0: Yeah,
1: Just
2: a little local tie, just because it's somebody from my, my the school and the, par- the parish that we I belong to. Uh, my kids go to the school with them. But they the sons of Ben recognize Kellen Ford, who is a, a childhood cancer victim mm. uh, who passed away recently. And Kellen has an awesome, awesome um, foundation that was founded in his memory by his family. And they have a a motto that Kellen selected called, uh, that's uh, by the name of Choose Happiness. So they they made mention of that at the, on the broadcast and the sons of Ben had an awesome Tifo of Fang with yep. uh, Choose Happiness, which I thought was just, as a person is, that kind of knows the family sort of, um, you know, it was real nice touch, real classy act. Well, yeah, so it was cool yeah
0: i didn't i didn't know there was that connection that's interesting yeah me neither i didn't know yeah. that it's sad story but a good thing coming out of it yeah so
2: yeah but you know they, 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 it celebrating the locals and the kids like they have yep. is, is a nice thing that the union have done and um, you know, whenever somebody's gets sick, it's, it's, it's nice to see them reaching out and, yeah, you know, Lake will have some extra time to spend, you know, if he needs to get out and visit some people, uh, hopefully if it's <laughs> four weeks off that, you know, it'll, it'll heal up quick though. Uh,
0: yeah, even Curtin didn't want to get into it more than what I said. Cause he, you know, they never like to speculate. So, um. That was, that was pretty much the whole report. I mean, they, of course, made a whole article out of it, but
1: yep. um, well, that's really all there was. So, right, so we're looking at about probably about four weeks.
0: Uh, probably about four weeks. Um, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's a bit optimistic timing. I think maybe it's safer to say at least four weeks, but anything else would have been quite a bit more. So yeah. but that's
1: it's good. All right. So. Do we want to talk about the Jim Curtain Ted Lasso thing?
0: we can and then now that we have this little break if we, if it's too much we can cut it out
1: yeah sure so do you want to start with what was the actual quote
0: um or basically oh, I, I don't have the i can paraphrase the quote was uh that uh jim cartman was asked about ted lasso and he said does he like the show sure because basically he felt like he would sound like a curmudgeon if he said he didn't <laughs> <laughs> um I'm paraphrasing again but uh uh that, and I think he truly you know he liked it well enough but the upshot was that uh, he he kind of he like he seems to like to answer ask and answer his own questions He's, do do I feel like this has set American coaching back 20 years yes I do uh which I thought was was interesting um and you know he cited Jesse Marsh um who was recently let go from uh, relatively recently let go from Leeds, um and uh you know know, uh, yeah, i guess jesse marsh might have the same opinion i know those two are friends so um uh, they may be sort of commiserating on that point um but it was interesting because I, I read that and i you know noted it but then i also noticed that uh, taylor twelman commented on it and completely took the opposite tack and, and thought it was short-sighted okay. at best again i'm paraphrasing um but uh, yeah, I, I kind of agreed with Taylor Twelman. I thought it was, um, I, I clearly I'm no coach, um, not in the game, but it seems like if you can't separate the uh, nuances of that show and the fact mm-hmm. that it is a show from reality, then you're doing yourself a disservice. So you're not really thinking very hard about about the game. Um, First off, can I, I think it's true that. The, how the, can the,
2: anybody dislike Ted Lasso? My goodness, that's such a fun, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, quite, you know right. just a happy show. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, I get his point that, you yeah. know, it's, it's uh, you yeah, know, they, they kind of portray him as this sort of bumbling. It, at least it, it kind of comes across early on that he's a bumbling coach, doesn't really understand the game. But at the right. same point, he does make connections with all of his players. He does get the best out of all of his players. Right. Is that even they don't expect. So yeah, I kind of agree with Twelman here too. If, if there are people in power of the, of the uh, higher end soccer games that are soccer teams that are making, b- making judgments based on Ted Lasso, they've got problems.
0: Right. Yeah. And I see how things like that can seep into the culture and color people's views without even thinking about it but i don't i don't think it applies in this case i i just I, I there there are so many things that i could detail that you know we don't have time for or or, or interest in doing but i i think it's the wrong read um but that's yeah. just my opinion as as you said paul um jim Curtin is entitled to his and taylor tollman is entitled to his but i just said i lean toward taylor on this one
2: and if anybody hasn't seen the show, I highly recommend the white nighting uh dark game at the end of the first season. I think it's like the 7th 7th se- episode or something like that. It's where where Ted gets into a dark game against oh, woman, yeah. one of the villains and there's yeah. that moment at in that game that's just I I will put on that episode and watch just
1: those 5 minutes you know,
2: a couple of times a year, just Honestly, yeah. so amazing.
1: What we'll do is when we post this up on YouTube, I'll put a link to the, to the actual clip onto uh, like wherever it is on YouTube or whatever. It's such a great scene. It's a great scene. I think um uh, trying to figure out whether or not, uh, you know, American coaches are worth hiring based off of Ted Lasso It was like deciding whether to hire physicists based off big bang theory. You know, it's kind of, uh, you know, I I I'm on the Taylor 12man side of this argument. You know, and uh, I don't. And actually, let's be
2: clear. I don't think Jim was saying that Ted Lasso was a was a bad show. No, you know, no, no. he, he made a like point. Just I say think that. he's That's... just on of the mind that he doesn't want that to be what people think American coaches are. Yeah, haunt, because yeah. that would be short shrifting so many quality right. Americans, yeah, coaches. Yeah, including Jesse I and Jim. Yeah. yeah. I
0: still love you, Jim Curtin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and hey, Ted Lasso, Apple TV yeah it ties in something right (laughs) yeah
1: do we want to talk about apple tv real quick i was just going to make a
0: joke about maybe our playback will work this time uh (laughs) now that we've now that we've given them a shout out
1: um
2: yeah can i say that i really hate that you have to hold the button down like i watch apple tv a lot on our playstation and in order to go down and find the the other other versions of it i did find out that i can replay the game like almost immediately in the app, which is really cool, but you have to scroll way to the bottom, find that one link, and it's like you have to hold the uh, button down until yeah. it pops up on another screen. Which version of the recap do you or do you want to see? It? Yeah, the seven minute highlights or the the full game in English or Spanish.
1: Yeah, think. and then
0: uh, and and our recap straight up, actually not recap replay, uh, straight up didn't work uh, for hours. It just refused, absolutely refused to work. I had to. Go. Um, we are not an Apple household, except for the Apple TV. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Um,
0: so uh we actually <laughs>
1: and, and an iPod nano laying around somewhere in a, somewhere in a drawer. It's, uh
0: hundreds of years old. Um, but uh yeah, so um we actually ended up streaming it from the Apple TV website from my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a suboptimal experience um at best. I ended up having to call tech support and get a nice man named Luther to reboot my whole, our whole app. And it it was a whole thing. And um, he was, he was perfectly pleasant, but it was just a a, a frustrating. One thing I
2: will say to Apple's TVs credit is, if you get frustrated with the Apple TV announcers and you're watching it as the game is happening, you are actually able to switch over to the local broadcast team. So I was listening to Sheenan Williams uh, call the game uh, against Chicago. Nice. Wait, um, nice. that's a thing? Yeah. yeah, so if you go into the audio settings, uh, as you're watching wow. the game, you can change to local broadcast. Now, uh. don't get me wrong, they're not as good as JP was with uh, with no. Danny Higginbottom, yeah. but the they're very they're you know it, at least it's a Homer
1: uh, view of the game. Oh, that's I that's a cool option because I know I mean when it when it's worked and to be fair, Apple TV kind of dropped the ball this weekend, but you know the, the previous weekends it was pretty good. I enjoyed the coverage a lot, um, but yeah, that was kind of one of the the. One of the drawbacks with Apple TVs kind of national lineup is that we lost all those local mm-hmm. uh, commentators. You know, for good or bad, right? That that mm-hmm. one can make the argument, but it's nice having that option. So that's really cool that they still allow the local um, coverage or, or audio, at least, mm-hmm. um, or commentary if it's available. If mm-hmm. it's available, so that's good to know. Cool. All right. That's well. Good to know. All right, Apple TV. You pulled it back. I'll give, well, you, I'll give you back one point.
0: I also uh, did enjoy though the the uh, commentators this week. I first time I've listened to a men's soccer game was completely um, the both commentators were women. Oh yes, yes um, that was nice. So was cool. I'm not saying that that's the first time that's ever happened, but that's been my first experience. Usually, it's the, uh, a women's team is is involved if that happens. So um, that was that was really nice um to hear as well
2: so yeah i didn't catch their names um i, I thought i recognized one of them uh, jen
0: other. hildreth and laurie Lindsay.
2: yeah i thought laurie Lindsay might have been a player either in the national team or one of the uh de- um, you know one of the women's teams that i i followed for a while mm-hmm. but, um yeah i thought that was kind of a nice twist uh, and so i didn't I didn't want to switch off of it, but on all honesty, they stopped talking a lot. There was, not a, oh. there was a, a lot of times where they just kind of went quiet, and that's okay. It's just where they wanted and sometimes that's what I want from my announcers, but um, mm-hmm. after a little while, I was like, let me just check out the other other audio. Sure,
0: sure, and it did actually did seem like they might have been having some problems with the audio because our sound kept going up and down and uh, yeah. seemed to almost cut out, so I was wondering if there was a technical issue on yeah on their end but not us this time um but uh yeah so all
1: right well should we Looking uh ahead. talk about what's coming up then uh um, yeah I think it's time yeah so coming up we've got uh the union will be at Montreal this weekend um uh well, I guess with our win on Saturday we're in the top half of the table uh I knew there were some teams above us that only played two games and they were sitting on two wins uh union are two wins and one loss so um we were ranked lower so um but montreal's in fourth place which is um uh, second from the montreal? bottom uh montreal
2: 14th yeah 14th place yeah.
1: yeah yeah second yeah second from the bottom and um yeah i mean i, I guess um so they also
2: lost 2 nothing to montreal uh, to miami in miami they lost one nothing to Austin in Austin. They lost two nothing to Nashville in Nashville as their three opening games. So I guess that was a bit of MLS trying not to put a game in a very cold weather stadium. But yeah. uh, you know now they're going to have their home opener against the Union.
1: <laughs> Hopefully the trend doesn't change for them <laughs> right away. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's, uh, it's a hard one to call. Um,
2: it's a away game a, for us, so
0: it's a bit of a wild card. I'm, but at the same time, uh, with that record, one would like to think that we would do well. Um, like I said before, I'm sticking with two one until it happens, <sighs> and then I'll change it.
1: Yeah, jumping into predictions for two one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yes,
0: I'm stubborn now.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna say.
2: Yeah, I'm going to say two one as well. The Union win. I think that you know, playing at home, Montreal's going to get at least one. But I, I, I'm, I'm you know, looking through their their team, nobody really in here really scares me as far as you know, like oh my gosh, this guy's going to you know, or this group is going to really be amazing. But um, yeah, I, I I think the Union are going to get a win out of this one,
1: but I would expect Montreal to get at least one. <sighs>
0: Make yeah. a trifecta.
1: You yeah. know you want to. Well, yeah, I, I will. I, I'll. I'm not gonna. You know, we're gonna get the star frame here, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. My, I seem to remember like there was some buzz about Montreal uh, at the beginning of the season, mm. um, and the fact that they are they're zero and three essentially. Um, well, not essentially. Exactly zero and three. Nil and three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nil and three. They're, no, but um yeah and this is the
0: uh oh boy the the uh, we
1: the, the years the, of conditioning the years of conditioning yeah it's like well they're due for a win now and it's their home opener you know they're gonna come out like in full force um
0: on so, the heels of a nor'easter
1: and the heels of a nor'easter <laughs> oh my God that's right <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: yeah there is that although by Saturday one hopes that's not much to speak of, but it is Montreal, so who knows?
1: I'm gonna say you're you're sticking with your two one. I'm
0: two one until it happens. Yeah. I'm getting a t-shirt made two one until it two-one
1: happens. Two one until it happens. Paul, what did you pick? I picked two one as well. Yeah, I'm like doing the the, the the um focus group analysis. Like so what do you think? That, okay. Um I'm gonna say mm, I'm gonna go two two. I feel like Montreal's gonna. Wow. They're gonna. Well, I I, I probably pick these draws just because then when the Union win, I'm like, oh, good, we won. Um, I was wrong. Never been happy to. So
0: you are the karm- karmic. You're appeasing the karmic gods here. Yeah, I yeah. I
1: don't want to. That's
0: fine. You can do that.
1: Yeah, that's but fine. Here, but Daddy. here's yeah. the thing: like when I sit down and think about, it, I'm like, ah, I feel like we're gonna win this one. So uh you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just go for the full star I want to say two one. Right. I'm i officially gonna go two one for the union. So we're all two one. We're we're all putting our poker chip on the same square here. Way to commit. Yeah. All yeah. right. Let's see what happens. So we we uh we um join or die, I think, right? We heard you that worked. somewhere. Yes, we did. Uh we all hang together or all hang separately, That's right? Good. Uh, um okay. So um yeah, if, if uh you have any uh comments you want to throw away, we do have a, a Gmail account. We are a a more Philly union at gmail.com, I believe, right? Yep. Yes. Um obviously if you're listening to us, you you know our, our, our YouTube channel. Uh we're still um you know, looking into moving into podcast streaming services. Um, um Twitter, what was our Twitter handle? I'm
0: more Philly U.
1: Yeah, more Philly U on Twitter. And
0: Instagram and more Philly Union.
1: More Philly Union. Um, yeah, and uh yeah, we not only you know post when our episodes go up, but we also put handy pieces of of uh Apple TV related information. Um uh, maybe we'll do that.
0: How to Apple TV. How to Apple TV. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Welcome to a more Philly Union podcast. We talk about the Philly Union and tech support for Apple. <laughs> uh, but no, uh thanks for sticking with us for another slightly longer episode um and we'll we'll be joining you guys next week with um you know see what happens on the montreal game and uh what uh, what other um uh philadelphia union news comes our way uh, i'm one of your hosts i'm eric
0: i'm c and
1: i'm paul see you next week